Hey kids, it's episode 15 of Monkey Mode presented by Super the Hardest. How about that soundtrack, huh? That's the Donmaku Unlimited soundtrack. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today with Dave. We're continuing our Shmappreciation Month. That was hard to say for some reason. Shmappreciation Month celebration. Uh, talking about a few Switch shmups. I'm full of all sorts of tongue twisters today. Uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about Danmaku Unlimited 3, which just came out last week on the Switch, as well as a couple classics that have been re-released for the Switch. And Dave even brought a shmup of his own into the conversation. So let's get straight to it. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so in the past couple episodes, we've talked about uh, shmups that you can get on modern consoles, right? Yep. So in that way, they're very accessible. But in a different way, and that being you're a cheap ass, um, they're not accessible <laughs> yes. because they're more Which than me. They're <laughs> they're more than uh, ten bucks. Okay. <clears throat> so you know my video game budget is small, John. Come on. <laughs> You bought Shadow of War or whatever the hell that thing is <laughs> on launch day. Your budget isn't that. Dude, small. I've, 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 I've new game plus that eight times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I haven't finished yet, but I will. <clears throat> no, you won't. Anyway, I'm um, probably gonna finish it later tonight. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you're gonna fall maybe asleep as soon as we're done here. I might fall asleep while we record. <laughs> I'll try to keep you awake. I've got some exciting shmup action to talk about. I will tell you. Yeah. These episodes have given me some shmup fever, man. That's right. You're shmup appreciating. Yes. I'm shmup sh- appreciating it. All- <laughs> you can't even say it. <laughs> I can't. Shmup appreciating. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So we've talked about the Xbox One and the PS4 in great length at great length. And uh, so now we're going to switch things up. Uh, nothing? No reaction? <laughs> nothing? No, I got it. I was thinking of this. I'm working real hard on cheesy, these puns. This cheesy Christian band that I listened to. Yeah. Growing up called PFR. Yeah. It was Pray for Rain. That's what it stood for. Yeah. And they had a song called Great Length. Uh, um, that speaking of Christian so rock, and then... I don't want to. I don't want to diverge too far from the topic here, but uh, Striper just released a bunch of new music. So, really? Oh yeah. Kicks uh, in the teeth, man. To anybody out there who wants to just have a great time, uh, listen to the song "Take It to the Cross," <laughs> and and enjoy that chorus. <laughs> the reason. Okay. The, the only reason I know about this is because I went into the comic book shop. And uh, mm-hmm. D- Dave, the comic book guy, was like, you guys hear the new Striper stuff yet? And we're like, no. <laughs> well, why would we? It's 2018. <laughs> I 
he's, uh, like, he's like, you got to listen to Take It to the Cross. It's insane. <laughs> and he wasn't wrong. I got to listen to it. It's crazy. Uh, the chorus of that song is freaking hilarious. Anyway, okay. Because did it make you? Did it make you think about your salvation, John? No, it uh, it made me think of how hard they're trying to be metal. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Um, have you heard the song? I can only imagine. Sorry, this is one more tangent. I don't think so. I don't think. So. Okay. Well, I, we. I just know that the world has hit peak ridiculous Christian because I saw this. I saw a movie trailer with Dennis Quaid yeah, and it was like, yeah. and it was like the true untold story. It's like, Oh, okay. Dennis Quaid. All right. Of a song that's touched millions. And <laughs> oh. it was this, this Christian song. I can only imagine. And it's yeah. this true, yeah. this untold true story of how that song was written. Like, Oh my gosh. Find some <laughs> new material guys. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay. Back to the switch. Yeah. We're going to talk about three shmups for the switch. That's hard to say. It almost tripped me up. Three, three shmups for the switch. Yes. Three switch shmups. Swish, uh, swish, swish shmups. <laughs> the, uh, the, the switch actually has a pretty healthy library of shmups these days. Uh, mostly re-releases. They've got a bunch of great Neo Geo stuff on there that you can pick up. Um, for not that the Neo Geo stuff isn't that expensive, is it? It's like eight bucks a pop. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. Um, anyway, so but we're gonna talk about three games today. The first one is the one I've kind of been waiting for. I've been holding off on doing this episode until this one was released. This game is called Danmaku Unlimited Three. Okay. <laughs> and as the name implies, it is the third in a series of games, the Danmaku Unlimited games. All right. Can you get the other two on the Switch? Not on the Switch, no. Okay. So these games, uh, they've been around for not quite 10 years. Uh, probably, I think it was like 2011 when the first one came out. Um, and you can get them on the iOS for very cheap. So you can get them on your iPhone or your iPad, um, but uh, do you like playing them on that? Uh, yeah, I like I like uh, I like the finger controls, the touch controls for for these games. They work surprisingly well. Like Cave had a whole bunch of their games released on iOS, um, but when uh, whatever it was, iOS ten or eleven, I forget, uh, and you know that like obsoleted all those games. Yeah, um, um, the Cave games were a. Uh, were one of the casualties of that, and they haven't up- updated those. Bad. But they had like Escaluda and Dodon Pachi and all that like classic stuff on there, um, on on uh, on iOS, and it was great. And and I really like the touch controls. I, I I find they play really well. So I forgot, but you can't get Dodon Pachi on a current gen system, can you? Three sixty um, is the closest you can get. That's not going to help me. Yeah. Um, that's the closest you can get. I played it at your house for the Hilden Appreciation Party. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I gotta get me some of this. They're great games, man. They are great. Um but uh yeah, you can you can import uh Japanese 
the Japanese versions of them for uh, the 360 if you've got an Xbox 360 um, of all those cave games and there there are a ton of them on the 360 um, but the touch controls actually work really well for these bullet hell games it gives you a lot of uh, accuracy you know um, you guess you just keep your thumb at the bottom and I mean, you just literally hold the phone with your left hand and use your index finger with your right hand or vice versa. Oh, yeah. And you move yep. your ship around, and it, it works awesome. But anyway, uh, so these games, uh, been, they've been on PC, uh, been on uh, iOS, and uh, now Danmaku Unlimited 3 is on the Switch. It is $10, Dave. Ooh. $10. So, That's tempting. So uh, this is a, this is a game uh, by a publisher, I think, or a developer, I think, called Doragon, um, and uh, Danmaku is Japanese for barrage. So how do you how do you spell that? D A N M A K U. Okay, I got it. I was right. trying to. I I like to Google what you're talking about so I can at least look look at pictures. Sure. So. This is a. It advertises. They advertise this game as a classic Japanese style bullet hell game, and yep. you know that's pretty damn accurate. Um, there, there are bullets all over the screen. They're gonna they're gonna come at you fast. These uh, beautiful bullet patterns that you uh, will have to dodge, um, and you in turn your 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 weapon is insane like it covers the whole screen and that's that was one thing that I, it took me a little bit to get used to because i'm more used to the cave style games where it's it's, it's not just like a single stream or something yeah or, or at least a narrow stream for the most part you know this is a like a you can choose a a, a a a shooting style that like is a wide like a like almost like yeah a, i'm looking at it now it's like cover yeah, it covers the whole screen yeah it's a little distracting at first you know if you're not used to that sort of thing um, I'm not sure that I care for that as much, um, because it doesn't, it, it takes the emphasis off shooting really. And it's basically a dodging game at this point, right? Oh yeah. So you can just hold down the fire button and just focus on your ship and, and that's about it. You know, you don't have to worry about yeah. really, really, uh, shooting because your bullets cover the whole, whole screen. And I would say that. That kind of works to the game's detriment, at least to me. Like I, I, I kind of prefer a combination of the two, where it's not just okay. I've got all these bullets coming at me. Um, I'm just going to dodge. That's the whole game is dodging, right? Yeah. But that in mind, it also has what they call a graze system. So you'll you let the kind of, you you know what a hitbox is, Dave? Yes. Yep. So your ship has a hitbox. Um, and so what that means is, um, you can let bullets graze your ship, um, as long as they don't hit the center of the ship, uh, which is, oh, your you hit... know what, what's that? No, I didn't, I didn't know what a hitbox is. Okay. Now that you're saying that I was so, thinking of something else. Yep. So much, most shmups use, uh, the hitbox mechanic where it's basically like bullets can technically hit what looks like your ship, but the center of your ship is where the hitbox is. And as long as the bullets don't hit that hitbox, you're good to go. And on, okay, that makes sense. Yep, and on Danmaku Unlimited, uh, you can actually see the hitbox. Usually you can't in shmups, right? Like, you just have to kind of figure it out, right? Like, how close the bullets can get to you. Yeah. Um, on Danmaku Unlimited, uh, there's a just a bright circle right in the middle of your ship that shows exactly where 
you will die if you get hit. So I can see that. Yep. So again, there's a it's a huge focus on on dodging in this game. So anyway, the grazing system. What this is is you have this little meter on the right side of your screen, and the more you let bullets kind of graze your ship, the higher that meter gets. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like this risk reward system, right? So you risk letting these bullets get close to you, but once that meter fills up. Uh, you get like a super shot, right? And you can wipe out enemies a lot faster and okay. ga- and gain a lot more points and reward and whatnot. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. So the levels to the game are relatively short. Um, and the focus of each of the levels seems to be the giant boss at the end. Um, and you get to the boss and it's a giant bullet sponge. Like you're going to, you're going to go through multiple phases with every boss. Um, <laughs> yeah. and you get rewards for not taking or not taking any hits, uh, for each phase. So if you clear one phase of a boss and you don't take any hits, you get a huge point bonus. Um, if you take a hit at the end of the phase, it'll say, you know, uh, bonus failed or whatever. Right. Okay. Uh, and so there are two modes to the game. One is called spirit mode and it's, it's, it's a much easier difficulty, um, than the actual normal mode. And the normal mode is just balls hard. Like it's crazy <laughs> hard. And there are two difficulty levels within that mode and, uh, they will destroy you because in the spirit mode, when you destroy an enemy ship, all its bullets disappear. Not so with oh, the normal geez. with the normal mode. The bullets still come yeah. at you even after you destroy the ship. So, anyway, it's 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 a great game. Um, it's not my favorite. Like it, it almost gets to the cave shooter level of, you know, awesomeness. But yep. but not quite. Um, the music is awesome, butt rock. Like it is. Japanese, <laughs> Japanese metal, just freaking wah, you know, <laughs> like just, uh, you know, it's got the double kick drum just going in the background and, yeah. uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it, the music's fantastic. Um, but anyway, so I, I, I think for 10 bucks, if you're interested in the bullet hell, this is a, this is a decent way to start. It's a good introduction to the genre. It doesn't. It doesn't match up to those cave shooters, but it's still pretty sure. good. Ten bucks. All right. Does it ha- does it have any fancy settings or anything, or just straight up? Uh, what you get? It, it, that's about it. It's got leaderboards. It doesn't have like any. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a vertical shooter. So, and so it's got the you know the free space on either side of the screen. It doesn't yep. have any of the fancy stuff like we talked about. You know, it's Battle Garega or Raiden 5, none of that. Um, it, it, it's got, you know, uh, leaderboards, things like that, but that's about it. So um, for anybody who gives a shit about this, uh, it's it's 60 frames per second. Like, okay, great. Um, I guess that just means <laughs> it runs smoothly for you. So, um, yeah. Tell you, the only time I ever complained about frame rate was when I was playing The Mummy. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, apparently the uh, indie band is Blankfield. Uh, uh, they're the ones who do the soundtrack. Um, oh, okay. I think that's just one guy. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it, it's uh, the, the the music's fucking amazing. 
So anyway, I recommend it almost for the music alone. It's just freaking hilarious. <laughs> All right. So the next game we're going to talk about, Dave, is a classic that has appeared on all sorts of consoles. It's been in the arcade. It was on the Saturn, which is, I think, where uh, we first played it. It was on the PlayStation 1. It's been on Android phones, and it is now on the Nintendo Switch. It originally came out in 1995. This Ooh. is Strikers 1945. Oh. And it is, uh, it is by the, uh, is by the developer Psycho. Um. And they uh, they've made a whole bunch of great great shooters, and um, and they've released a whole bunch of great shooters on the Switch. But uh, we're only going to talk about a couple of them today. This one is uh, Strikers 1945. So in this one, this is also a vertical shooter, up downly. And uh, uh, how much is it going to set me back here? Eight bucks. Wow. All right. Yep. I'm uh, li- I'm listening. Yep. And it's well worth it. Just go buy it. Eight bucks. You can't go wrong with Strikers 1945. This game is a freaking classic. Um, it's got, you know, uh, you know, you can see the names, 1945. So it's got like this World War II kind of vibe. Um, yep. And, uh, and it's, it, it's at the end. It takes place technically after the end of World War II. But a mysterious organization comes and they want to take over the world using super weapons and yada, yada, yada. Nobody cares. Yep. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, you got three attacks, a normal shot, a charge shot, and then a bomb. So it's pretty basic in that way. Um, you collect gold bars, uh, which you get by des- destroying buildings and enemies. Um, and, then, uh, and then at the end of the level, uh, the, your time, so how much time it took you to defeat the level, the number of gold bars, and the number of enemy kills are added up. And uh, and with all that, you get your score, and you either get a silver or a gold medal. Okay. That's really about all there is to this game. It's pretty <laughs> it's pretty simple in that way, but it's great. It's so well done, and it plays awesome on uh, on the Switch. Uh, multiple difficulties. I believe there are like six or seven difficulty levels. Um, and it goes from like one to five or six or seven, whatever it is. Uh, the lowest difficulty one is called Monkey Mode. <laughs> so I'm pro- I've probably told this story a thousand times, but on one of the podcasts when we were doing Shm Appreciation Month, it was probably one of the first Shm Appreciation Months. Uh, Mo chose this as his game, I believe. And uh, he came into the podcast and he told Hilden and I that he had one CC'd this game. And, uh, and, and we were like, what did you, did you do it on monkey mode? And, you know, he was, he was all, uh, flustered and he's like, no, I, I did it on super the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So anyway, it, this is, this game's eight bucks. It's great. I love it. Um, the other game that I want to talk about, um, is also by Psycho. And it is called Gunbird. Oh, I should mention that you can also get um, uh, Strikers 1945 Part 2 on the Switch for the same price. Okay. And, and, you know, that's more of the same. More of the same awesomeness. So, if you love 1945, grab the sequel. Uh, Strikers 1945, that is. 
So anyway, Gunbird, uh, and you can also get Gunbird 2 on the Switch, uh, also released by Psycho. Uh, this game was released uh, on the Saturn, PlayStation, on Steam, uh, probably on the iOS as well, and Android, I don't even know. Um, but this is another classic uh, shooter. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, this and its sequel. It's almost got kind of a steampunk thing going. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm not going to say a lot about the game because it's basically 1945, or Strikers 1945, reskinned, right? Um, you get a handful of different uh, characters you can play as. Um, so you've got, like, this one character who's uh, based on somebody from uh, the classic Chinese story, Journey to the West. Um, you've got a German dude that flies with a jetpack. You've got a 13-year-old witch from England. Um, you got a giant robot from Russia. And you got all sorts of characters. Um, anyway. Uh, so you said... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I, You I, said I, the sequel's on the Switch, too? Uh, yeah, Gunbird 2 is also on the Switch. I'm trying to find it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. I, I'm almost certain I saw it on there. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's on there, I think. Okay. Uh, Gunbird 2 was on the on the Dreamcast. Oh, maybe Gunbird 2 is not on the Switch. It looks like I'm wrong about that. Um, but anyway, it was on the Dreamcast. That's where I first played it. Um, that game's great, too. But anyway, um, if you have a PlayStation and you want to play this game, it is called Mobile Light Force for some reason in the United States. <laughs> uh, Gunbird is. And, and the cover looks like uh, Charlie's Angels. I have no idea why. Nice. Yeah, I have no clue. Anyway, uh, this is uh, it, it's it's a great game. Um, it's it's again, it's just like Strikers nineteen forty five. It's got the same mechanics. You pick up like the gold bars or whatever the loot is, you know, and then and you just, you get the scoring is basically the same. You know, it's uh, it's it's a great game, super fun. You you know, so if you like this style better than Strikers nineteen forty five, I would say go for this one. Um, but there's not a lot of difference in gameplay. And again, I do like the I do like the look of it a little bit better. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and again, eight bucks. So finally, you're giving me some games that are in my wheelhouse here for <laughs> yeah. prices. Yep. So you should uh, you should probably get this game, Dave. All right. <laughs> All right, you're not going to get it, are you? <laughs> no, I'll get it. I don't know if I'll get it. I don't know if I'll get it this week, but I'll get it. Yeah. I bought. I just bought Ajax, man. Oh, that's right. I will talk about that in a second. I just want to go back to Psycho and uh, and uh, just spout out a couple other games they've done. So they did, they did Gunbird. Um, that came a year before Strikers, 1945. Um, they did uh, Soul Divide. Uh, they did Zero Gunner, which is like a helicopter-based shmup. Uh, uh-huh. uh, Strikers 1945-3. Uh, Strikers 1945-plus. Uh, Cannon Spike. Uh, <laughs> they've done just uh, Gunbarich, which is also on the Switch. Gunbarich is kind of a um, a breakout-style game with like weird anime, weird anime vibe. Um, Zero Gunner 2. And you know, just a just a bunch of really cool like arcade style style games. So, anyway, check them out. There's a bunch of their stuff on Switch. So, all right, Dave, you have a shmup to talk about. 
Yeah, so I think I think I actually talked about it when we were recording, but I can't remember. My growing up, my youth group had an arcade game that was a shmup. Yep. Called Ajax, made by Konami. All right. Uh, and so when we got talking about this, I was like, oh, I wonder if they have it, and they do have it for the PS4. It's seven ninety nine. It comes with another arcade. It's two arcade games put together, but I don't remember what the other one was. All right. Um, it's which they don't even advertise that. It's just Ajax, and when you buy it, it's like, do you want to play this arcade game or this one? <laughs> um, but I think you've kind of ruined me for shmups because this game sucks now. <laughs> Is it too slow? Is it slow? It's so freaking slow. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like, the, it was, that's, that's the problem with some painful. of those games. Yeah, that's the problem with some of those uh those games that were out like in, you know, the the mid to late 80s. They, they you know, they were pretty cool at the time, but you know, once you play yeah, like it came out in 1987. Yeah, once you play like the 90s shmups, you know, like from Saturn and beyond and like maybe even the Turbo Graphics and Turbo Duo. Once you play those yeah. games, it's hard to go back to the other ones. At least for oh me. Oh my gosh. I played like 10 minutes maybe and I was like, I don't think I could do this. <laughs> I should have bought one of the other games you suggested for 8 bucks on the Switch. I'm telling you. Um, I mean, nostalgia-wise, it's pretty cool to have it in HD and it looks really good. Yeah. Like it's a good it's a good port for sure. Right. Um I did not like that you can't just hold the button to shoot. You gotta like tap. Oh, that's obnoxious. Just tap the whole body so that they're the whole button the whole time. So that gets and then the, so you have a button for three buttons shooting, bombs, and then uh like your super bomb. Your bombs only hit things that are on the land. Shooting you hit everything else. So there's tanks on the land on ground. Yeah. And you have to yeah. you have to bomb those. There's bosses. Um, I I beat the first level really easily, so it wasn't super hard. But it's just so oh, dang slow. <laughs> yep. So me. So so not recommended. Yeah. Ah, uh, no, not unless you have it for nostalgic reasons or something like that. Yeah. Go spend your eight dollars on one of these other Switch games. <laughs> Definitely. Um and. So going back to those Switch games, definitely uh, explore the Switch eShop for these Psycho games. Um, I think there are like five or six of them out there, and they're all really worth checking out. Do you have? Do you have them? Not all of them, no, no. But uh, I, I've got. Did, I've got. Did a few you already, um, we didn't talk about how you, they're making it so you can play the Switch Vertical too, for for some of these. Oh, you talking about Jeremy Parrish is doing? Yeah, the little grip thing. So yeah, a lot of yeah. these games have uh, Tate mode or Tate mode, if you want to be all like technical about it, um, where you play it vertically. And uh, it looks like Jeremy Parrish and Fan Gamer are uh, developing or producing a uh, a grip for your um, your Joy Cons that you can uh, grip your Switch vertically. So that's pretty hilarious. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. I'm I'm sure it takes nothing much, you know, just a little plastic fitting that your yeah. that your, that your Joy Cons slide into. So that's pretty neat. Um, it's because most of these games do have that uh that vertical display mode. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. All right, man. 
Well, are you appreciated? Oh, I am, totally. Which one are you buying, Dave? I would lean towards Gunbird. I kind of like that, that like, cartoony, uh-huh. almost Metal Slug-ish mm. look to it. Right on. You can't go wrong with any of them. Yeah. All right. We'll come back maybe for one more, one or two maybe, one or two more appreciation episodes before I go to the happiest place on earth. I'm jealous. Uh, you want to go? You can have my ticket. Yes, I do. <laughs> you can I have totally my ticket. Yes. All right. Fine. Great. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Come pack my house up. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, man. All right. All right. Bye. Up talk with Dave. Hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna try to squeeze hopefully one more episode for Shmup Month in. I know there is a little over a week and a half left to Shmup Appreciation Month, but I am going to be on vacation for the entire final week of Shmup Appreciation Month. I'm going to what I've been told is the happiest place on earth, though. I uh, will believe it when I see it. But anyway, um, I've got a couple more episodes uh, in the bank already that are not shmup related. So uh, if Dave and I aren't able to record another shmup appreciation episode, we'll get those out to you as soon as possible. One of them is a proper super the hardest episode. So yay. Um, Anyway, in the meantime, give us a call. 612-424-3835. Uh, send us a letter, mailbag at mojomenace.com, and uh, find us on Twitter at SuperTheHardest, and uh, you know, leave us a uh, review on iTunes if you feel like it. So that's all for today. I promise I will read the letters that you guys have sent in for Shmup Appreciation Month, uh, so fear not. Um, until then, to Hilden, Don Chichio.